0: Ayo, hey it's hey Shira's where you were.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, somebodies, anybodys, the sum of all bodies equating to everybody. Your MC, Master of Community,
0: Philly Shira.
1: Expressive language is used, listeners' discretion is advised. Yo! Oh my god it's been so long. How y'all doing? What's up friends? Welcome to Somebody Do Something. I am your host Philly Shira and I took a little hiatus. In hindsight maybe it was kind of a big one but shit kept popping off. Life is wild y'all. A wild ride. Um, I didn't know it was coming or else I would have given a fair warning but here we are and we're back, and we're better than ever before. I hope you're all living and living well. Shit, has been a whole two fiscal quarters, goddamn. Uh, housekeeping. We have a pretty nice announcement to make very, 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 very soon. We will be having a co-host here on Somebody Do Something, which is very exciting. Still mapping out exactly what that even means, but No introduction necessary considering this human is already an SDS alumni and I will let him reintroduce himself in due time. Now, let me explain my sabbatical. (sighs) Alright, on a personal, starting in mid-September, I had three weddings in three different cities and they were two weeks apart and that was just crazy in and of itself. I was going, going, going energizer bunny style uh work has been wild wild crazy town on so many levels then on top of that your girl created more work for herself because that's just what she does so well i mean it, it is the most valuable project that i've endeavored thus far and it's very exciting but whoo child i'm tired in so many words i started my entrepreneurial journey back in August while still being a scientist full time. I do have two business partners and things are going extremely well, but it does take a lot of work and a lot of investment. So that's kind of where I've been on my leisure. Um, yo, we went through the craziest Pisces full moon, subsequently followed by Mercury in retrograde in October, and that was turbulent, which still might be an understatement. Um, But one thing I've learned of life is to always try to find the fun, you know, whatever fun means to you. Speaking of things that are not fun though, I got a sinus infection in October for the first time in like two years and that was pretty wild too considering COVID. So I just like focused on treating my symptoms to a T and I really didn't let that is this COVID thought enter the front of my mind. It just like danced around in the back for a little while (laughs) while I waited on results and it was allergies because I'm allergic to the city I'm from naturally which is where I was when I started having symptoms but this was also after I was in airports and on planes and at the wedding so yeah low-key kind of covert scared but yeah I stayed whelmed for all my fellow Young Justice fans And from all three weddings, there was no COVID scares that I am currently aware of in this moment in time. (laughs) But it was a beautiful and successful wedding season in that sense. Uh, We danced, we ate, we laughed, we rapped, we sang, we cried a little bit, you know, happy tears. It was a great time though. Shout out to Devin and Sam. Shout out to Lisa and Jamel. Shout out to Karina and Chris. Shout out to love and ceremonies, yo. I enjoy dressing up and having somewhere to go for a little while. I surely was feeling myself. And I look damn good in a suit. So you already know. And I, you know, I loved reconnecting with people from like high school and college days. It's so crazy to think that those were like multiple years ago. God damn, high school is almost 10 years ago since I graduated, so yeah speaking of older your girl is also now the big two seven. run back my birthday episode from last year if you fuck with me the long way strong way that's definitely one of my favorite episodes because my mama's on it shout out to my mama i never thought i'd get her on there first season but you know finesse success i also hope everyone had a happy and safe thanksgiving I personally spent the morning cooking and watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade, which made me feel very much like my grandma back in the late 1990s, you know. Shout out to my city, Philly, and all those performers. It was a good time to watch. Yo. Now let's talk about the food. Woo! Me and my sister went half on the jerk turkey, and it was delicious. Uh, my sister makes a bomb ass cornbread stuffing as we call it up north, but cornbread dressing for my southern rooted folk. She also made jerk lamb chops as a surprise, which was. <laughs> it brought a smile to my face, that's for damn sure. My mom made the mac and cheese and the yams. I made a salt free neck bone collard green for the first time, and I think I fucking nailed it, yo. It's always a good time to feast, and I love being around my family, and I love making new memories. Thanksgiving is personally my favorite holiday because it's like Christmas but without the gifts. Just the food, you know. But I digress. Again, I hope everyone out there is doing very well. I hope something's made you smile today. I hope the holidays are relaxing and joyous and safe and beautiful. And now, we're going to hop in the DeLorean and time travel real quick. Back, back, back to August this year, 2021, I had the honor of talking to my little cousin who goes by the name of Dante, and I want to say he's our youngest guest to date. Uh, We did have a cameo for my baby sister, but that was different. That was just a cameo. We have Dante for an entire episode, and we have a pretty subjective but also informative in-depth conversation about social media, mental health, parasocial relationships, uh, online behavior and suggestions of how to navigate the online environment as a whole because it can be a very toxic place. Um, we are mostly sharing our opinions on these topics, uh, kind of being a little whimsical, but you know, there's still some, some grabbable information up in there. I did make sure we used proper terminology with the definitions provided where necessary. So, you know, I got y'all on the education tips. But yeah, it gave a lot of insight on what it's like to be a young teenager at this day and age. Many nuances I haven't stopped to consider, and many didn't even exist when I was that age, 15 years ago. (laughs) This is a wonderful talk, Dante's a brilliant kid, and we are rolling. Let us phone a friend, shall we? Hello, how are you?
0: Good.
1: <laughs> You're tweaking. Okay, so how old are you? What's your name? Tell the people.
0: Um, I am a minor on this show talking about child abuse.
1: <laughs> okay, but what kind of minor? Like
0: a minor in high school, freshman. My name is Dante.
1: <laughs> all right, cool. Um, all right. Well, you said you wanted to talk about online pedophilia, um, mm-hmm. and that was something I wasn't really privy to, because, like, my generation, we grew up with the internet, but it was, like, we got it from the start. Like, we had the dinosaur computers, we had the floppy disks, dial we, up. <laughs> we had dial-up, we had, like, you couldn't talk on the landline phone and use the internet at the same time, like, So, (laughs) we literally watched it grow, and in many ways, I'm a grandma, like, I don't even use my iPhone to its full capabilities just because, like, there's parts of me that doesn't need it to, because I'm not that, like, I'm not there yet with technology, but also, like, I'm oblivious to it. You brought up this, this term that I wasn't familiar with, and you said parasocial relationships, and I did some digging. And with that or rather uh you want to say what what it means to you like how you perceive that phrase
0: for me they come at a different level like at one point whether it be with a celebrity for example i don't know beyonce tyra banks like whoever it may be every person has had a level of parasocial relationships it could be like, for example, oh yeah, I like that person. You know, I they're my idol, which a lot of people
1: have an idol that is a celebrity by chance. True, I, I think yeah. it could be like a crush too, right?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So yeah. basically, what this means is, uh, it's it's referring to a uh, parasocial interaction or relationship refers to the psychological relationship experienced by an audience you know ho- however big even like one person is still an audience mm-hmm. um in their encounters with the media performer the psychology comes in when the listener begins to uh internally like believe think feel the celebrity or influencer is like actually a friend despite having yeah. no real interaction or connection with them or not even knowing them in real life or irl as you kids say nowadays
0: you you see it a lot in live streams for example let's say you like youtubers like pokimane um pokimane yeah she's a popular um twitch streamer and i'm not saying she gets these um kind of comments but people do say a lot on live streams on any platform oh, you saved my life, watching your videos, it it helped me through a tough time and I feel like in a way that's kind of like you feel connected to that person Mm -hmm. by then speaking into a camera and you feeling some sort of way about it whether that be like an uplifting almost like a conversation without you being in that conversation you
1: know? It feels so basically what we're doing is extending our emotional energy and time onto people who have no clue we exist. Um, yeah. It's entirely one-sided. Uh, and ultimately, what we're, what I think we're going to be getting at anyway is that uh, this leaves audiences, viewers, listeners, whomever, open to manipulation via messages. Yeah. Um, so it's a confirmation bias thing at the end of the day because... Uh, like if they start believing something you say, and you just keep saying it, then that's their confirmation that it's true, essentially. But it's what whether it's an opinion or a fact or just a bias. It's um, I don't know. Uh, people are losing that um, that huh
0: barrier, like yeah, entertainment
1: discernment. It's- we're losing yeah. discernment um what i think of when i hear the word parasocial relationship is i think of an unrequited friendship of sort but yeah i think of that word unrequited
0: a lot of people want to be friends with celebrities just to have like a friend celebrity like a lot of people do what they do <sighs> very to a very extreme you know like extent like that is extremely like, why
1: would you do that we call and- them clout chasers yep and i feel like i don't know social media heightens that uh just because again that parasocial relationship or interaction is so heightened because like how many people follow hundreds of people and then compared to how many of them you actually know in person or have even met in person even right because I know yeah. in passing you'll be like, oh, it's your social media instead of exchanging phone numbers. It's a little less personal in many ways because you're not giving that person like direct, direct access to you. But I don't know, man. It, it's a weird place to navigate. Honestly, dangerous too. Uh, yeah. Because you, you were saying pedos live in the comments and some influencers are actually like predators
0: yeah like we're not gonna get into that but i'll say there are allegations against a lot of influencers for example ponder sprocket is one of the channels i watched when i was like 10 hearing so many people getting accused of pedophilic behavior and whether it be true or not the fact that that's even happening is like wait what if your favorite influencer since 2012 was like a pedo like and you still having this parasocial relationship especially just when that person is so relatable to you for example lgbtq people people in like what minor, just people of minorities since you see so little i guess you kind of relate even to just seeing actors of like minorities it's like wow that that person exists that person's on the big screen you know Mm -hmm. so even it's i feel like it's more i think it's exemplified when it's like a minority or like a community of people Mm -hmm. people involved in whether it be whatever
1: that's crazy as early as 10 years old um And I mean, I was, I was 10 too, but I wasn't 10 in this era of the internet. I was 10, uh, how old was I, uh, what grade was that? We had yahooligans on like our little, uh, dinosaur computers with the butts, you know, everything is a flat screen now, but that wasn't always the case that it was a, it was a different space. Like the closest thing we had to what we have today for like my generation, for like my age group uh was like aol chat rooms or like um yeah (laughs) spicy uh that aol im thing that you would download to your computer like that was the closest thing you had to like instant instant messaging huh
0: stuff like discord and reddit is like
1: (laughs) yo yes that's very advanced that's Yes, AOL was not that advanced. um, But it was all we knew. Um, And I mean, there were trolls, you know, there was people that will hold down like one key and like make it scroll so you couldn't read anything or people who would just like play like word games or like, you know, bother people. But yeah. And I'm not going to say that it didn't happen back then, but I feel like it's more part of the culture now. It's more normalized now. Like, when I would be in the chat room, my grandma would be like, what are you doing? Like, I'm like, I don't even know. I could If I told you, you would, like, make me log off. Like, I'm, like, chatting with people across the nation, and I don't know how old they are. But, (laughs) like... Yeah, I lost my train of thought, but I, I can't, I'm, I'm really trying to sink this in because I don't even think I thought about it as deeply as I am right now. Like, holy cow, like, oh my God, (laughs) it's such a bad place. And okay, so it's part of the culture now than it, than it was before. So we meet strangers all the time. I mean, you're not there yet, but there's tenders and bumbles and, dating websites that are normalized where people are just swiping on strangers and meeting up with them but if you would have said that in early 2000s people would have been like you're crazy I'm definitely sitting in my car outside and you're definitely not gonna get kidnapped like <laughs> like it, that would have been a sus thing to try to maneuver uh, back then but um again that's part of the culture so how do you filter that when any and everybody can become an influencer and any and everybody can become an artist you had you know and then you give people these platforms and then they uh, speak out the side of their jaw and we're wondering why they didn't say something more educated or like why is this the message you're putting out um there was Things that happened recently at festivals, things said, and I'm not gonna say the person's name because they're not getting airtime from me, but <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. Like, anyway, I went on a tangent. Child abuse.
0: Um, I think so. Anybody can be an influencer, <laughs> and the fact of the matter, anybody can be an influencer. I could be an influencer, for example. Like, proof is if you're a 14 year old um bro right the second you go on like <laughs> YouTube or Instagram or Snapchat it's over <laughs> what
1: do you There's, mean it's over like
0: it's over because for example Danielle Cole, she's like what I don't know 15 and you saw a lot of weird comments down there
1: Oh, I just, just coming from adults. people? So you mean it's over by, like, She, she's exposed in a way? Like, she can no longer have a... Like, what do you mean by that?
0: Like, being exposed to these kinds of people and seeing those kinds of comments, it kind of puts you out there when you get on social media. And then these people can be disgusting, <laughs> and do whatever they want with that because you got on the internet you are now you are now subject to whoever does anything and any art form or any in any any anything like once your image is out there and you're big enough people are going to do some weird crap like a lot of weird things could happen from you becoming a big star on like anywhere from Pornhub to Instagram to YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hi, where do you fall in all this? Do you have social media
0: accounts? Actually, no. <laughs> I well, I go on YouTube. But as far as like social media like Twitter, Instagram, you know, the, that realm of social media, I kind of don't touch that.
1: Do you think you'll be more interested when you get to high school?
0: I don't think so. Because a lot of people in my high school have social media accounts. And there's even, like, school Instagram accounts that get into drama and they bring it to school. And, I've <laughs> seen it happen. and those people, a lot of people seem mentally damaged. And I assume it could either be from home life or from social media. Or both. So, yeah, or both. Social media and bad influences
1: in the environment you live in influences your and the way you think. Your mental and- health, exactly. Because we don't realize it, but every time we absorb a post, a picture, something from something else, that's stimulus. Um, and, and And if we're constantly being stimulated that's exhausting even on a mental psychological emotional level like i don't mean physically at all um <laughs> I was about to say, because I was always,
0: like stimulated
1: you no know, it, it's it's they uh, i say yeah, you know they but saying,
0: like, <laughs> they, you know being overexposed to a lot of things at once
1: mhm
0: as your brain exactly
1: I don't know if you can hear my stomach growling or if that's coming up on the podcast, but if it is, I'm embarrassed. I just didn't eat dinner yet. Um, Yeah, we're overstimulated and we don't even know. So this is leaving us like positively charged. So we are in a state of reaction to everything just because we have too much coming, too much input. And the output is just fire, um, and what I mean by that is, like, the amount of people that get road rage, uh, how how triggered people get when you when you are just trying to have a conversation, um, because I get people can, like, be ignorant in conversation, just say something that they think may be funny or some say something about something they think they know something about but like they don't know the full extent like maybe they read a headline or a tweet and they they're commenting on it and it may not be in full context whatever you can correct conversations like that you don't have to cancel people for saying things conversationally i'm making up words now but um when you have people on stage at a music concert and they're spewing out messages that are uh, literally against the progression of human, where humankind is trying to go, like that's super unproductive. And I don't know how I got back to this rant, but I just wanted to uh, emphasize like that overstimulation is really messing with our moods and our our mental the mental aspect of our being period because it affects everyone a little differently but for me personally I had an account for everything I had a tumblr I had a snapchat I had a twitter and slowly but surely they're all getting knocked off I quit tumblr about three four years ago I stopped snapchat last year I haven't been on twitter since like my birthday or around that time so and I feel more clear. I, I definitely feel and sense the, the clarity of my mind and that is wonderful. <laughs> but
0: I I think it is good to feel the clarity of your mind, especially especially as like as for me, as social media pertains to me, mental health in 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 this generation, I'm gonna call it the past two generations has gotten increasingly terrible but is becoming more aware like people are becoming more aware of mental health Mm -hmm. what they need to do to help it
1: using their platforms (laughs) to explain and, and emphasize and but also using their platforms to over exploit words like depressed and things like that but keep going there are channels that literally thrive off
0: of people being sad over how they are or how they look like really yeah like fitness channels is a whole bunch of garbage like a lot of fitness channels are a whole bunch of garbage that just say eat these select amount of foods (laughs) <laughs> torture your body dehydrate yourself for this long and maybe you can be a, a, <laughs> yeah. a pro, or you could be you could have the slightest chance you know you could look like one of them um, um, um elitists people who have insane genes and look like freaking hulk times two and fused with arnold schwarzenegger and have the leanness <laughs> Of a freaking uh, what? Of a bulldog, and
1: so, as a, as a kangaroo, King as you know a kangaroo, kangaroos are like ninety five percent lean, like
0: <laughs> like not even like two percent body fat, eight percent body fat, ten yeah. percent body fat. Like those kinds of channels exist out there, and they don't tell you anything about what they're saying or whatever is being true or like
1: they're not educating people they're just trying to like be popular
0: yeah they're just trying to get popular and a lot of fitness channels succeed in that in kind of exploiting how people see themselves and wanting to be better whether they're fat or scrawny or whoever or whatever body type exploiting that to maximum by bringing fitness in it and then saying oh eat however many uh whatever steaks cow beef whatever and you, until you're full and you then work out for like 10 hours at the gym daily and yeah you'll be just like me with six-pack abs <laughs> and the perfectly tan body and it's like the reality is that these people are just they're doing whatever they're doing they're either <laughs> using steroids or enhancements
1: but, or, yeah, a lot more goes into that than what meets the eye. They get suntans and stuff. Like, yeah, you don't see all that. You don't see that.
0: But then they're like, just do the diet and exercise. And sometimes it'll be the most ridiculous crap ever. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, work out for one hour and eat a whole bunch of junk, and maybe you will look like me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Excuse me? Like, I don't even eat junk food and I'm fat. Like, stop. i <laughs> <Stop. laughs> fat, bro. Stop. Stop. Oh my stop. God. Like, flat screen. Cancel. Like, go. I'm dead. Stop. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? What are you trying to say? And people believe people
1: it. Yeah. This parasocial bad. relationship, they become yeah. infatuated with the person maybe not necessarily for what they're saying but maybe for their appearance maybe because of their charisma their charm like you know these people are called personalities for a reason
0: yeah a lot of youtubers are personalities
1: i mean we all have personalities though so that's why it's ironic that we specifically label certain people as quote-unquote personalities like and even that language in and of itself makes the audience feel like they have the personality and I don't, so let me just consume what they got. Like, like no. Oh,
0: it's so bad. Like, these I saw a YouTube channel with a teenager, mind you, probably in his 17s, who literally was he like he became aware of how skinny he was and wanted to look like those fitness models? I ain't gonna name no names because they don't need clout. Once again, they don't need clout.
1: Thank you. But, we, we don't name sh- shitty people on this podcast.
0: Exactly, and he wanted to look like those people. He wanted to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like this dude, <laughs> and he did. He looked like genuinely, he looked good, but because of the body dysmorphia that comes with. Just seeing the ideal version of what you want But be. even
1: that word ideal means that you're, it insinuates that you are comparing yourself to another.
0: Because that's exactly what's, that's exactly what's going on. They're comparing themselves to that person or collection of people who use drugs. Who do this and that, who eat literally one grain of rice every day with steroids and working out in the gym, dehydrating (laughs) themselves. Like (laughs) I'm not joking. And he came out on that and he was like, I believe this. And I got a whole bunch of carb a whole bunch of garbage mentally from comparing myself to others and doing all this and that and the other. And I found that to be like, that guy is a private example of not just parasocial relationships because it wasn't even parasocial it was just believing that you could obtain the way this person looks Uh and the matter is you can't (laughs) you can't honey you can't I'm sorry to break it to you but you can't no matter who you are I'm not naming names whoever you are you ain't gonna attain whatever level of stuff they're doing it's either you have to... That's because
1: therapy. they're keeping the secrets, though. Like, they're not telling you everything, but you, they they make the audience perceive it as though they're they're telling, you know, everyone everything.
0: Yep. Spilling the gym secrets. Part 10 million.
1: Uh, <sighs> the solution to this is trying to... Uh, develop a a strong sense of discernment, like learn how to vet and recognize parasocial relationships and not to say that they're even bad because in many ways they're healthy and it's part of human nature to just <laughs> be infatuated with other humans. Like that's part of our thing. So but there's a healthy way to do that, have a, a parasocial interaction and there's a very unhealthy way and i think that most instagram users for example specifically just cuz like that's a that's a website based off of like images right like literally it's it's 100% camera work with filters and all types of mess um so you think you're perceiving the whole person when you know that not only is there a filter on my face but i'm in a a fake background or something like I don't know like it's just it's crazy it is really crazy um but we have to also learn how to stop comparing ourselves to others um allowing ourselves to be whole individuals as we are and and embracing what makes us different from people instead of seeing something in someone and comparing ourselves good or bad like you know
0: yeah I totally agree, like, comparing yourself, and even seeing, it even seeing, like, those people, you need to keep in mind that you have your own set of genes and families and relationships and all that stuff, so what exactly. you want to be, isn't going to be what you're going to get.
1: But uh, let me, let me, let me build on that, because the genetics plays a part in the body dysmorphia in which you're watching Instagram checking for Kim Kardashian who had tens of thousands of dollars of work done to her body for her to look like that and you come from a certain family with certain genetics and if you look around at your family at at dinner parties and stuff like some of y'all be built the same like pay attention to that because that's not a coincidence <laughs> like. That is your your DNA that is, your DNA, that is who you are, so, you know, and, and, and let me just squash a lot of stuff. Like, there's a, a, a common uh, misconception that quote-unquote fat people or obese people, um, they overeat when, in fact, most oh of the overweight people that I know barely eat enough calories in a day. So it's not necessarily that they're stuffing food in their mouth at all times of the day. It's also a matter of, like, for example, if you shame someone so much that they feel like they need lipo, liposuction or something, okay, you can suck all that fat off your body, but your fat cells are the same size as you were at X amount of pounds than they are if you're lighter. So that's why training your body naturally is the best thing to do if you want to lose weight. Not to judge. I think... I think this life is short and I think people should genuinely be happy but what that well, no I don't mean happy I think people should genuinely experience joy because happiness is m- way more fleeting I feel like joy stays around for a minute and, and you can bask and linger in it for for longer than you know a moment an hour three or a day whatever like joy be (laughs) lasting joy be lasting whole fiscal quarters for people so joy lasts longer than
0: goku eating an entire buffet
1: that's what right but i don't mean joy and happiness in terms of you going on instagram and seeing something you think you want to be or a place you want to be at a certain someone who i don't really want to say the name because i'm not really his friend right now parasocial relationship style (laughs) but (laughs) But <laughs> he, he prides himself on being a quote-unquote free thinker. And okay. it's ironic that many of his newer followers and even older ones just simply are not free thinkers. They're not all, but many are clout chasers. Many are just people who would rather hear someone else's opinion before they uh, conjure their own. Um, like people who kind of have to be told what to do sheep more or less and I don't mean these things offensively like you are what you are and hopefully you have the self awareness to know what you are but um, I don't know there's just some people who, who need guidance or feel like they need guidance like I listen to a ton of podcasts where it's like celebrities taking phone calls from people either telling stories or like mostly seeking advice and I'm like that's interesting (laughs) and like the things they need advice on dude like half the time is just like have a conversation with this person have an honest conversation with this person be honest about how you feel and speak up for yourself like it's literally all stuff like that which tells me that people are are suffering mentally and being plagued and the only thing that is different from 20 and 40 years ago is literally social media and the access to the constant access like if you don't have the self-discipline to pull yourself away and not be overstimulated for most of the day like it, yeah it, it gets crazy meditation there was a guy i heard on a podcast he said allow yourself to literally do nothing challenge yourself to literally do nothing like literally just stare at a wall and let your thoughts flow i i think most people would be scared of, of like to even try to do that
0: i can see that are
1: <laughs> you gonna go stare at a wall
0: <laughs> um actually i laughed at that but actually maybe <laughs> but you know what i do
1: I actually just, maybe
0: <laughs> i actually sit on my bed like i could be watching food Wars. And i'll just have a shock because for some reason my brain loves to loves to do random crap whether it be stare at wall or bash head against plastic item <laughs> it, 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 it's like okay we need to like not okay you're turning off the anime now and i do and i lay down and i when i tell you i lay down and i start sinking i start sinking into my bed and the first thing that comes to mind usually is music. Because music is a form of distraction and I'm trying to like distract like to make sure something fun's going on. And then once <laughs> that phase is over, it's like Well crap. I could be doing so many things right now, but I'm sitting I could be I could be sitting on the floor right now. But I need to be sitting on my bed.
1: Boom. That feeling that we always need to be doing something that's also a product of our overstimulation that is a false sense of like productivity that like is embedded in us now and since i realized that like once i realized like it's hard for me to relax and stop moving like that's when i challenge myself to like do nothing and do less more And not in like a a procrastinator, lazy, quote-unquote type of way. But I follow this account on Instagram called The Nap Ministry. And it's all about, it's basically a black woman's platform to tell other black, brown, and people and women to rest. Because, dude... The people who do not rest are all the women in my life. My grandma, her birthday this year, just woke up early and just wanted to work. She was like, "I'll be excited for my little sandwich later, my fish hoagie." But I'm about this work. I'm like, "You crazy girl! Like, it's your birthday. Take a break, Mama. Take a break." Um. So yeah, shout out to the nap ministry and promoting women, well, women just... of color, to take a nap rest without shame without guilt without feeling like we need to be doing something else because you you done done everything you needed to do and if not this lifetime then the last couple i'm pretty sure you're all right to take a couple minutes for yourself every single day
0: but for y'all but for y'all isn't the background in the back seat like saying, oh, I can just go take my rest, you know, I can just go take my 10 naps for the day, you know, I got homework to do, I got college loans, I got student loans, I got any, like, academic things to do, I'm gonna take my rest, nah, nah, actually get onto your work, do something, go, do, because you can't be sleeping and lazy all day in bed, <laughs> whatever you could be doing, because I see a lot with people in friendships, they gonna be like, oh, I was taking my nap, I was taking my nap, and I'm like, when are you gonna stop saying you were taking your nap to your friends and actually talk to them? I'll wait. You know, when's the last time you actually went out with your friends?
1: This sounds personal. I'm
0: talking talking over the people who are actually taking (laughs) this, and I'm talking to the people who are like, way back there, who are taking advantage of this vice.
1: The people (laughs) in the back, not the people in the back.
0: The people, in, the people the
1: people in, in, the, in the back the always back. got groupon tickets <laughs> like
0: <laughs> the last time you went out with your friends and did something? where was the last time you did something today that was that was um productive what is, I'll wait you know like I have I all feel like we're
1: sending here. the people mixed messages
0: yeah, <laughs> a lot of people mix messages especially helpful ones like I've experienced this like friends or just people would start taking advantage of advice and think, well, I need to rest. I need to do all the, you know, I need my rest.
1: And I'm like, girl, <laughs> it is your thousandth nap today. All right, All right, all so, right, all right, let me, all right. So if you're over 23, if you've graduated both college and high school, you deserve to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've been working hard. We're profiling poisoning. people now. Like, we're being facetious.
0: Exactly. Gotta, but I need gotta to,
1: put that out there before they come after us, you know.
0: Cause I know somebody out there, it could be one person.
1: The internet is a slaughterhouse.
0: Um, I'll be I'll sheather, I'll be of the not cheather. Cause like don't take advantage of this advice. People who need this <laughs> people who don't need this. Everybody in this audience, all two hundred of y'all, all thousand of y'all, all all hundred thousand of y'all. Shout out to everybody
1: that that listens to somebody do something. I literally love all of y'all. Shout out to all of my listeners in other countries. We added Indonesia to the list earlier this year, earlier this summer. Love y'all. Continue.
0: Everybody in this audience, whatever language you speak, wherever you come from, whatever minority. Okay, okay, wait,
1: I, I, I have to correct you. I really don't like the word minority. It, Minor. It's extremely triggering because of the fact that it's it's literally degrading. And using words like superior, inferior, like words that weigh out like that, we should kill that. That's why I say people of color. And I, I also hate that term, but it's a, a better umbrella than than the word minority because also another reason why certain people are f- bugging out is because people of color are supposed to be the quote-unquote majority in terms of population pretty soon so like <laughs> they bugging <laughs> as this uh as our global population grows exponentially even more like we're we've hit seven billion we're headed toward nine billion um
0: didn't you
1: just get paid and I, that's how exponentially we're growing <laughs> but this is also over a decade uh I, like it's it's usually decadal so our projections for 2020 was 7 billion but 7 i yeah, i think right, uh 7
0: billion.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is that's why and last year was 2020 but um what i'm getting at is i'm i can't remember the book or the statistic i'm thinking of but usually they project uh, 2050 after 2020 like they skip 30 years but some researchers are more decadal they'll say 2030 2040 but yeah it's supposed to reach 9 billion at, uh, by 20 by 2050 we can very well reach 9 billion way before that but that's just the projection so that being said they bugging because they're like oh if uh if they become the quote-unquote dominant race then are they gonna treat us the way we've been treating everyone all across the globe for the past oh i don't know couple hundred thousand years like (laughs) like, yo
0: it's like being paranoid over a the equivalent of being paranoid. That's
1: because they guilty, though. That's good. You
0: know,
1: and there's literally, I've watched YouTube videos of whoever the interviewer may be, but usually they put a black person to make it extremely ironic, but then they get, like, a white guy to come in and explain literally everything I just said, that they know that the population is increasing, that, like, they they're fearful of what may happen in terms of that, and that's why it's like, well... Let's fight before that even gets there. Then
0: <laughs> I'm like, what? Watch that drama before it even gets to where it's gonna go.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that's everybody, but it's enough of them to be concerned. <laughs> it's a lot.
0: It's, it's it's however too many to 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 be concerned.
1: Like, all right, we're we're reaching the end of this episode. We've been talking for. F- 45 minutes now. What do you want to leave the people with? I know we were kind of all over the place I think it was very important to highlight some of the things going on. But anyway What would you like to leave the people with?
0: Real quick before I go Take an advice from a 14 year old who barely has any life experience. Resting is important. Sleep is important keeping in check with how you feel Mentally is important. Making sure that you don't have any toxic relationships, whether it be with friends, whether it be with influencers, family, with influencers, whether it be with your dog. <laughs> it it like it makes sure that 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 is going on. You know, another point I want to talk about real quick is pedophilia and personal relationships. Some people who are pedophiles do exploit their power whether it be with all, like, 200 or a million, they exploit their power to get people to do what they want and groom children, basically, not gonna name no names, because I could get sued for this. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, oh, my no, God. Make sure that you do not get manipulated by anybody. If someone starts asking you for stuff and you start feeling in debt to that person for whatever they did or whoever they are like if someone saved your life that's different but even then if they start asking for something like oh could you bring me a dismembered arm are you gonna do that what like some people be asking for some stuff whether or not you believe it
1: what is going on on the internet parental controls are real um <laughs> Protect your yeah, child. Their, their
0: children
1: hide your kids. Hide child. your wives. The internet your is a
0: dog. Hide your cat. Hide everything.
1: The internet They're is like, dangerous. It's a hellscape.
0: Be, 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 I can't really be talking about niceness right now. Uh, don't they? I hope to be featured on this podcast <laughs> another time. Maybe ten years. Maybe maybe tomorrow. I don't know. But whatever the future has a store, peace, love y'all, have an amazing day. I've been Dante. <laughs> a I'm a o- minor talking about adult topics. It's been great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, okay. Don at the end of that was given the energy of that guy in the college commercial that. So you're sitting on your couch and your life's passing you by, (laughs) but I love it. Yo, shout out to young Dante. He just got a new dog recently and he's now halfway through his first semester of high school since we recorded that back in August. So maybe we'll catch up with him at the end of, uh, at the end of the school year. See how he's doing, but yeah. Wow. Parasocial relationships. It's an interesting concept to digest as someone who has stepped into the public social realm uh, of sharing things, personal things about myself with strangers, but also like actively trying to establish a persona and trust and loyalty with listeners. And it's a one way street in the sense of me oversharing and not knowing my audience uh, that intimately. And I think that level of like vulnerability on a host part also instills trust in things um, just from the nature of like what it takes to be vulnerable. But uh, that would absolutely like harbor a parasocial relationship. I think is very complex, but I also think that there are healthy ways to participate in these types of relationships And it happens regardless, so, like, we might as well embrace it and move with it in a healthy manner. So, like, yeah. Social media definitely dissolves the veil of fame and status, and it kind of makes everyone equal. In the sense of, like, I can send, like, my favorite comedian a DM, and she's like low-key enough to where she might reach back to me actually I've had correspondence with some like celebrities or notab- notable people that I look up to like different authors comedians whatever and I took that experience with like gracefulness so like I make sure to not overdo it or act crazy but I'm sure I would have been blocked or something if I had it's just like it's, it's just like dealing with it with a sense of self-awareness so that it wouldn't need to boil down to all that. But like, yeah, yeah, there's a way to navigate this. Um, also, gave a shout-out to the NAP ministry. Check them out on IG, uh, follow. You won't regret it. Um, and neither will your body or your mind. But let me also clarify, because, for example, I had a, I had a friend... Who was telling me like a brief story and she mentioned like she threw in there that she was being lazy by sitting down or laying down or whatever and i was like whoa 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 and i had to stop her mid story because i was like look i literally sat here and witnessed you spend all day doing two three people's job working hard so to say you were being lazy by chilling at the crib after a long day of work is like totally incorrect and i will never i can't even let you go forward with the story like i talk to yourself nice you know what i'm saying you were relaxing you were chilling you were resting even if she hadn't worked all day she could still rest without attributing herself as lazy or like another negatively connotative word so i truly believe it starts with how we speak to ourselves um, that internal voice because i used to do the same thing and in many ways like i'm still practicing Like being nicer to myself internally, like my inner voice, my inner speech, my inner dialogue, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like, we are always having an internal conversation with ourselves. So is your internal voice nice to you? AKA, are you kind to yourself? Are you friends with yourself? Like, we have to work on this because those defeating thoughts are a bitch, but also they are very, 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 very prevalent in our society right now and it's all in our minds like we harness our thoughts and we are our internal voices so like speak to yourself the way you would speak to the people you love um and even if like you're jokey jokey because like I come from Philadelphia where tough roughness was like the love language quote-unquote not actually a love language It's just this is slang usage of love language, um, to clarify, but like we, my whole family roasted me growing up. Like I got my head size was made fun of till I grew into it. Like it wasn't, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. So like, sometimes I'll be like, dummy to like, even to myself, but like, if I know to take that lightly, then okay. But I won't go, further than that like I'll do the light love taps like that was a uh, instead of calling myself dummy I call myself silly goose internally like that was silly of you that was that was a silly goose thing to do or like instead of being so harshly like you know I'm saying like I don't know we got to be nicer to each other um but I also sympathize with you if you If your inner voice is a result of how you grew up and, like, your family, like mine, maybe, uh, was more insulting about the way that they love and speak and stuff. But, uh, that still plays a part in how we feel and how we treat ourselves. So, getting a hold on that or even just developing the sense to recognize it when it's happening, I think that's the first step, so, um... But, yeah, I I mean, it's brought me to this point to where I'm telling people, like, no, like, use a better word to describe yourself. Like, you're more than that. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got this if we stick together, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I got for this time. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Sorry for the hiatus. I don't plan to uh, take another one until the season's over. It is the 13th of December today and the holiday season is coming up and your girl can't wait to rest for realsies so love you mean it see you next time holla back holla front